Your last day of vacation and you found time for a deep tissue massage followed by a long mud bath then a two-hour nap. Because you're an American Express Platinum Guard member and booked your stay at a fine hotel and resort through Amex Travel, which means a 4 p.m. checkout. And those relaxing vacation vibes can keep going at the airport in the Centurion Lounge. Just a splash. Before you board the plane back to reality. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your travel experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you in part by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like The Guest List by Lucy Foley. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Caught on 14 cameras, the great sushi heist. This surveillance video, which is so clear, was so amazing. Then, the King Crypto bust. Are all these famous people now in trouble for helping to promote the alleged $32 billion scam? You know what? And his girlfriend, will she flip and testify against him? And Megan the Stallion in a business suit. Taking the stand against the guy accused of shooting her in the foot. Is it your position that somebody else shot her? Plus, the college roommate's murder investigation. Are citizens lose helping or hurting the investigation? I don't want to accuse anyone. A huge distraction for investigators. Then the woman trapped in her overturned car and the only guy who stopped to save her. Help! Exclusive, seeing each other for the first time. I'm very proud of him. And Megan and Harry Blowback. I wasn't being thrown to the wolves. I was being fed to the wolves. What a boring, uninspiring, interminable waste of time. Plus... Caught. How they captured the infamous mountain lion P-22. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. Brazen robberies continue around the country. Now, a popular sushi restaurant has been targeted, and the entire incident was caught not on one, but on 14 cameras. That's right. They had 14 surveillance cameras placed around the restaurant. In broad daylight, two hoodlums walk into the trendy sushi restaurant in Houston. One bad guy pulls out a huge handgun and forces the hostess to her knees. As he rounds up other staff, his partner robs a family having a late lunch. The dad shields his kids as the thief takes his wallet. Then the robbers force everyone to the floor, taking more wallets and cell phones. This restaurant worker is the next victim. Look how cocky the gunman is in the office. He puts his revolver down to tie his shoelace. Then he makes the woman hand over cash from the safe and stuffs it in an envelope. What does she get for cooperating? A slap in the face. 
What happened next sent everybody fleeing. The mother was actually in the restroom the entire time. One of those suspects finds this mom. So he is leading her out of the restroom, holding a gun up to her. And that is when the dad turns around, he sees the mother, and he just yells out, run. The victims ran out the front door. The robbers fled out the back. It is the exact same second that the family and the employees run out the front and those two bandits run out the back. The manager spoke to KTRK-TV. And look at all those security cameras. Count them. One, two, three, 14 in total in every conceivable corner of the restaurant. In this surveillance video, which is so clear, you can actually see different angles of the same restaurant at the same time. The bandits got away with $3,000 in cash, but left behind 14 shocking videos that detail every moment of their crime. In fact, authorities are hoping all those camera angles will help track down the bad guys. It's been more than two years since Megan the Stallion was shot in the foot during a night out with friends. Now her alleged assailant is finally on trial. And as Jim Murray reports, her fans were outside court representing Team Megan. Singer Megan the Stallion was all business as she arrived to testify in an LA courtroom today. How you feeling today, Megan? The 27-year-old Grammy Award winner looked polished in a bright purple pantsuit. You look great. Megan is a key witness for the prosecution in the trial of a rapper named Tory Lanez, who's charged with shooting her twice in the foot two years ago. It happened after Megan and her friends left a pool party at Kylie Jenner's house. Megan spoke with CBS Morning's Gail King about what happened next. So I get out the car and it's like everything happens so fast. And all I hear is this man screaming. Is, he said, dance, and he starts shooting. And I'm just like, oh my God. Were you afraid for your life at that I time? I was really scared because I had never been shot at before. Cell phone video shows the moment cops arrived on scene. That's Lane's lying face down on the street. And there's Megan with her hands up. She's hobbling backwards, clearly in pain. And you can see a trail of bloody footprints. Prosecutors claim text messages Lane sent to Megan are evidence he's guilty. I genuinely want you to know I'm sorry from the bottom of my heart, and I was just too drunk. Should have never happened, and I can't change what I did. George McDesian is Lane's lawyer. What do you make of all of this attention given Megan the Stallion's testimony today? That's fine. I will do our job and show credibility of Megan today. Is, is, it, is it your position that somebody else shot her? Yes. Megan was in tears when she took the stand. She said Lane's told her he was on probation and said, don't say anything, and I'll give Give you a million dollars. Outside the courthouse, fans rallied to show their support, holding up a We Stand with Megan banner. What is your reason for being here to support Megan? I believe black women when they say that harm has happened to them, and I think it is important for us to stand behind them. The trial is expected to last about eight days. The other shoe has dropped in the spectacular failure of multi-billion dollar crypto exchange FTX with the arrest of 30-year-old founder Sam Bankman-Fried. He now faces multiple charges in connection with the disappearance of billions of dollars in assets. What about all those big-name celebrities who were pitching the currency? Are they also in trouble? The quirky king of crypto is behind bars today. Arrested overnight in the Bahamas, charged this morning by the SEC. A massive years-long scheme 
to defraud investors. Once hailed a genius, Sam Bankman-Fried's cryptocurrency exchange, FTX, was valued at $32 billion and promoted by A-list celebs, including Larry David. Yeah, I don't think so. Shaquille O'Neal, Steph Curry, Giselle Bündchen, and Tom Brady. You know what? I'm in. But now Bankman Freed's empire has come crashing down. Some are even comparing him to the notorious Bernie Madoff. Sam Bankman Freed took customer deposits without their knowledge or their permission. So we're talking about money that users thought was sitting safely in a sort of crypto bank account. And instead, Bankman Freed used those tokens, that crypto cash, for his own purposes. He lived in a luxury penthouse at this marina in the Bahamas with his girlfriend, Caroline Ellison, and eight other friends. Just a bunch of kids living in a Bahamas penthouse, spending gazillions of dollars that didn't actually really exist. His girlfriend fled the island and is believed to be hiding out in Manhattan. Caroline Ellison was spotted grabbing coffee here in downtown Manhattan. The Sanford grad has apparently lawyered up and, according to one report, may turn on her boyfriend. I should have been on top of this, and I feel really, really bad and regretful that I wasn't, and a lot of people got hurt. He even managed to fool savvy investors like Shark Tank's Kevin O'Leary. I put about 9.7 million into crypto. Uh, I think that's what I've lost. It's all at zero. Small investors also lost millions. Attorney Marshall Hoda is representing some of them in a class action lawsuit. They trusted this exchange. They didn't have a backup plan. And for, you know, for many people, this has meant really that they are uh, left in a very desperate situation. This could be one of the biggest frauds in history. Before his arrest, Bankman Fried admitted to making mistakes, saying, quote, I screwed up. It has now been one month to the day since the murder of those four University of Idaho students and still no arrest. That is only fueling citizen sleuths who are trying to solve the case on their own. But as Les Trent reports, some ask, are they helping or hurting the official investigation? The brutal murder of four University of Idaho students is galvanizing American citizen sleuths. Hundreds of amateur investigators are posting theories on social media. FBI agents and investigators return to the house Friday and seen checking eye line, okay, from the third floor window towards apartments across the way. More than 200 true crime podcasters are investigating the case. Just today, web sleuths drew attention to this shadowy group caught in the background on police body cam video near the house around the time of the murders. Former California homicide detective Chris McDonough hosts the podcast Interview Room. He flew out to the crime scene in Idaho on Thanksgiving Day and says he discovered a glove investigators missed in the snow. I pointed it out to the officer who was there securing the scene. Obviously, they didn't know about it. Another podcaster, Johnny Law, posted what he says is a detailed diagram of the crime scene. You button hook to the right. There is a bath here, and this is Maddie's bedroom. But Moscow Police Captain Roger Lanier says the web sleuths are just hampering the investigation. Tracking down rumors and quelling rumors about specific individuals or specific events that 
may or may not have happened is a huge distraction for investigators and oftentimes is the result of social media propagation and it is very, very uh, frustrating to investigators. Citizen sleuth Stephanie Taligi admits some of the civilian investigators are way off base. So many names that are going around and it's just like you're really, it's a big deal when you are accusing someone of murder based off of no evidence. But she points out that web sleuths provided valuable information in the case of Gabby Petito, who was murdered by her boyfriend, Brian Laundrie, last year. Everyone on TikTok was making everyone aware of this case. And podcaster Lauren Mathias claims that police are fueling speculation by not providing regular updates. And they don't tell us what's going on. So... We have to turn to one another and turn to the internet to find anything out. And an update to the white Hyundai detectives said they were looking for last week that was near the crime scene. This morning, detectives collected eight hours of surveillance video from a nearby gas station where a white sedan was spotted passing by around 3.45 a.m. the night of the murders. The search continues for that driver. Now the grandmother we told you about whose car slid off the road, leaving her trapped inside. A good Samaritan stopped to help, but the hero left before the grandma could say thank you. All she wanted to do was give him a hug, and now she's finally gotten her chance. This woman is about to meet the hero who saved her life. You may recall her harrowing story. Carla Long was driving in Chester County, Pennsylvania, when her car ran over an icy spot and flipped into a ditch. There she was, a grandmother of seven, trapped on the side of the road, and no one stopped to help her. Help! Then, out of nowhere, this motorist pulled over. Are you okay? I'm hurting a little bit. He was checking on her and calling 911 when he nearly lost his life after a truck skidded on the same icy patch, ramming right into her car. Oh my God! Carla had no idea who saved her. The guy just walked away before she or the cops could thank him. Last week, she told me she had just one wish, to locate the guy and give him a hug of gratitude. I want to hug him. I owe him everything. Last night, Carla got that chance and met her humble hero at his home in Clifton Heights, Pennsylvania. I'm glad you're all right. So who is he? His name is Robert Williams. He's a truck driver. He was the only one that stopped. In the spirit of Christmas, Carla came with a gift to put under the tree, a stuffed animal. I'm glad you're okay. Thank you. Williams' wife and kids shared in the moment. I'm very proud of him. How did they connect? Well, a friend of William's son, Robert, saw the story online and reached out to the family. I heard the horn blowing. So then I pulled over to see what was going on. Your voice was the only thing that was keeping me calm. Here it is, a hug for a hero. The two are not only staying friends, Carla says that they're now like family. Last week, we told you how people are fed up with the mountain lion they named P-22. It's been stalking the Hollywood Hills for years, attacking pets and spooking the residents. Well, now P-22's reign of terror is over. America's most famous mountain lion has been captured. 
The Wildcat, known as P-22, was located via his tracking collar in a backyard in Los Angeles and was shot with tranquilizer darts. The sleepy P-22 was then carried away in a canvas blanket to the L.A. Zoo for tests. The famous lion was once a beloved fixture in the Hollywood Hills. But all that changed recently after the aging cougar's behavior became more aggressive and made his way into residential neighborhoods and attacked several dogs, including this chihuahua named Taz. <laughs> now residents can rest, knowing Hollywood's wildest cat is no longer on the loose. P-22 will now be moved to an animal sanctuary or be released someplace other than the Hollywood Hills. Next, Megan and Harry Blowback. I wasn't being thrown to the wolves. I was being fed to the wolves. What a boring, uninspiring, interminable waste of time. And legendary star Elizabeth Taylor. Her love letters revealed for the first time. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. When you choose Organic Valley, not only will you be enjoying great-tasting dairy, you'll help to save over 1,600 small organic family farms who are protecting over 400,000 acres of organic farmland and all the plants and animals that call it home. This is dairy you can feel good about. It's great-tasting, high-quality organic dairy ethically sourced from small organic family farms. To find Organic Valley Dairy near you, visit ov.coop. That's ov.coop. Critics are calling Meghan and Harry's Netflix series, quote, six hours of whining, and no one seems quite sure what they're whining about. There's growing backlash today following the release of a new trailer for Harry and Meghan's Netflix documentary. I wasn't being thrown to the wolves. I was being fed to the wolves. They're happy to lie to protect my brother. They were never willing to tell the truth to protect us. In it, Meghan and Harry voice more complaints about life as former British royals and their desperate escape to America. Our security was being pulled. Everyone in the world knew where we were. I said, we need to get out of here. Megan Kelly says she's had enough. What a boring, uninspiring, interminable waste of time. Believe it or not, this couple is still complaining. Howard Stern also has choice words. They come off like such whiny I got to tell you, man, I just don't get it. And TV personality Piers Morgan is also ripping into them. And if we learned anything at all from the first three hours of this $100 million whinathon, it's surely that this dismal duo wouldn't know the truth if you smacked them around their smug chops. Despite the backlash, Harry and Meghan scored Netflix's best ever premiere week for documentaries, with 82 million hours of viewing worldwide. Tonight show host Jimmy Fallon is finding the upside in the controversial Netflix series. Thank you, Harry and Meghan's new Netflix documentary for getting King Charles to sign up for Peacock. Good line. When we come back, Elizabeth Taylor's never before seen love letters. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad free? Good news. 
With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts, included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Elizabeth Taylor died 11 years ago of congestive heart failure. But interest in the screen legend goes on. Now a new book reveals the love letters she wrote to her many husbands. They are the legendary Elizabeth Taylor love letters, finally revealed after all of these years. And her love for husband Richard Burton was so intense, she wrote this one three years after he died at age 58. Richard, my always forever love, this is really just for me. Maybe you can hear and feel my soul. They just had this passionate relationship that you could see on the page. New York Times bestselling author Kate Anderson Brower penned the first authorized biography of her life, Elizabeth Taylor, the grit and glamour of an icon. She says the actress's family gave her exclusive access to nearly 7,000 letters, diary entries, and personal notes. If somebody was to ask her near the end of her life, why she was married eight times. What do you think she would have said? She lived life to the fullest and she was a passionate person. And she said that if she slept with somebody, she had to marry them. And that was her old fashioned values. Liz Taylor's many husbands include hotel heir Conrad Hilton, singer Eddie Fisher, Virginia Senator John Warner, and of course, Richard Burton, who she married and divorced twice. Elizabeth Taylor and Richard Burton now together again. I think the love of her life was Richard Burton. And looking at these letters that are just so romantic and passionate between them. Her last husband was the unlikeliest of all, Larry Fortensky, a construction worker she met in rehab. The marriage only lasted five years. They were not um, an ideal match. Like he had never been on an airplane before. Elizabeth Taylor died in 2011 at age 79, leaving a lasting legacy as one of the last stars of Hollywood's golden age. She had to fight for the roles she wanted. She demanded to get paid a million dollars when no other actor was getting that much money. And she had to fight for true love and she never really was satisfied in the end. And if you'd like to read an excerpt from the new book, just come to our website, InsideEdition.com. When we come back, a Christmas cookie caper. Finally today, a cookie whodunit. This woman comes home to find a delicious frosted Christmas cookie at her front door. But who left it there? Let's rewind the tape. Turns out to be a friendly neighborhood squirrel. Now that's the Christmas spirit, delivered by a pretty furry secret Santa. I hope she didn't eat it. That's Inside Edition. Thanks so much for watching. See you tomorrow. Stephen Colbert here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with my producer, Becca. Becca, what's, what's up? 
So the Late Show Pod Show is everything you love about the Late Show on oh, a I podcast. Want, I want to know about you. Oh. Enough. We, 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 people see everybody in an ad talks about the thing they're trying to sell. Oh. I'd like to know about you, the person behind creating the podcast. Oh, I'm having a really good day. Barry baked some bread, and my friend Kara got me some chicken salad. It's a really nice day in the office today. Listen to the Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back at the Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on the Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to the Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcast.